We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I, I don't even want to like, mate, I don't even, I, I want to talk Angels baseball. I really do. Because we have a lot to talk about. Really do. We have a lot to uh, rehash and we have a lot to talk about moving forward. But like, I'm sorry, guys, that intro was just horrifically bad. Like, I, I, I do apologize. Like, it that, fits that, for the last series. I, I had, to, I did make it fit. Like, I'm actually, we're switching this up. Like, if anybody ever knows, I never wear angel stuff for, for reasons. Like I don't wear angel stuff and it's fine. Um, I don't mind. I own angel stuff. I just don't, I don't wear it. Um, got the angels hat on tonight. We're really switching up. I tried to get Nate to introduce the show. He did not let that happen. I was, I was pushing it hard. Um, yeah. You know, we're just like, we're, we're trying here. We're like, I, they're still not going to playoffs. It's not, they're not going like, to lose the rest of the game. Like eight losses in a row. Fantastic. Like, you talk to anybody eight games ago, and it's like, oh, this team is going to go to the World Series. And then all of a sudden, it's like the sky this is falling. This team's not even going to make the playoffs, yeah, and they're yeah, going to yeah. sell in August or in July. It's, it's like, oh, we need August to bring 1st. up these guys. When you bring, it's like, it's like, no, like it's. Can am I am I allowed to blame the baseball gods for this? Because like I don't know what happened, like, but anything that can go wrong is going wrong, like literally anything that. And like, like you, you can tell you yeah, anything that's going on. Like, I don't have good examples. Like, trout, uh, lollygag into a ball, double. Um, like, my favorite one was the ground ball double play to Rangifo that hit the umpire for a single. Right. Like that. That's just when you're like, okay, we'll, we'll pick this one up tomorrow. The, this game's over. We probably let's, lost the next one too. We'll, we'll play tomorrow. Let's get out of. Let's let's just go ahead and get out of uh, New York here, and let's just find our way to Philly. Um, yeah. Let, let's let's try to take some positives away. I have one huge positive, um, and and it's you know not crazy, but a uh, friend of the show, Kenny Rosenberg. I mean, just got to kind of take yeah. after what he did. Just like great job. He honestly, he honestly, he uh, wore one. He yeah he wore one and like once he once he started pitching it was like all right like I I 
hell of a job. You're going to get sent down because you've, you've yep. done such a good job, but like hell of a job. Like you've made an impression, like you've done, you did your job today. You went out there and you threw strikes and um, you did what no center guard couldn't do. And like I said, like anything that can go wrong is going wrong. The offense isn't going, um, though the Angels still have a top five offense in baseball. Uh, the pitching, starting pitching hasn't been horrible. It hasn't been bad. We'll talk about Shohei Otani here because I feel like we have a lot to rehash with his start. Um, last two starts, really. And then, and then you know, Reed Detmers, I thought, started he – he had a pretty good start there. Uh, the bullpen came in, you know, did their thing for the most part. And then, yeah, I know he's your Andrew Heaney. I get it. I get it. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know if I would re- reward that as a pretty good start. I, I voted Five okay. Five innings didn't give a – I mean, he, four and he two his, thirds, it was okay. Job. He did his he job. Was, he was in trouble all night pitching with mirrors, you know, just – He did his job. Ish. He got Ish. out. He, yeah, no, I, I get it. I do. Um, and I'm, and I'm with you on that, but, um, you know, like, like game three of the series is the second game of the doubleheader. It just, you know, it was like, all right, like, let's just get out of New York. Let's start fresh. That's what it felt like. You know, June had seemed to have been decent months for the angels coming into this. And then all of a sudden it's just been kind of falling apart. Um, regardless, you got, you got any positives to take away right now. I really like, I, I, I like, I I don't have very many positives. Like Kenny looks fine, looked great, fantastic. Ninety nine pitches, unfortunately, got sent down. The offense needs to pick it up. The pitching. Velasquez still plays good defense. I don't know. Velasquez like, still plays good defense. You know, Rengifo like, looked decent, like until today's. You know, the nightcap. Um, Walsh. They're not, they're not panicking. You know, like eight losses in a row and the Angels aren't panicking. They're just playing bad. Like, they're not panicking. They're not pressing. I don't know. I, I I think Joe's panicking just a little bit, honestly. Like, for him to lose his mind in the middle of an inning, it's it's a little bit of panic. Yeah. That's not really a Joe Man thing in the middle of an inning. Like, I get it. He understands. Like, there are times and places for him to get kicked out and, like, that wasn't one of them. I actually would not be shocked if he gets kicked out of one of these these games in Philadelphia if they if they get behind early. You know, um, you know who's you know who's going to is going to be Phil Nevin. Phil Nevin's a scary like that's a scary man to like piss off. I feel like. Yeah, but Joe understands that that's his role. His role is to get everyone fired up, and you know if he gets kicked out of a game in Philadelphia when they're down, you know, three nothing in the third because you know there's a pitch that he thought was out of the zone that actually was in the zone or whatever, and. He'll get kicked out and hopefully fire this team up. I, I think that's kind of what what is bound to happen unless the Angels just get stupid hot and, you know, sweep the Phillies. But, yeah, I think there's a little bit of a panic, a little bit of uh, trying to do too much. I saw Walsh's last AB where he got hit by a pitch. It looked like he was trying to hit a, a, the first ever seven-run home run. It, it did. So it, it feels like some guys are starting to press. Some guys are starting to, like – try to do too much with some opportunities and you know you got to slow the game down and, and slow some things down so I, I do think there is a little bit of pressing going on oh 100 that's that was something i definitely we need i felt like we need to mention yes definitely pressing like you can just see it like trout's lunging shohei is flying i mean he's been flying open all year but he's that, that would he's be flying, why he's not like, hitting eight not having an 800 ops because he's been flying all year yeah yeah i know i know yeah i mean batting average for what it's worth. I know he's still batting 250 with, with I don't think it's range. 250 anymore. Uh, it, it, he was at 250 at some point. I um, think it's 240. 
Did you drop that low in that? I don't know, his I his like OPS was under 800, which, like, as a power hitter, your OPS should be minimum 800. Yes. Nine, yes, yes. I, He's I, 244 with a 777 OPS. That is not good from a guy that people are wanting to no. lock everybody's up long term. And everybody's pressing. You mentioned it. Like, you, you said it perfectly. Um, you know what would really, would really like cement, um, it in stone in a sense. And I, I don't know if cement and stone is the correct term for this, but if Mike Trout or Shohei Otani got uh, thrown out of a game, that's how you would know it was like enough is enough type of thing. And I feel like, I feel like you're kind of getting to that. We're getting to that point where it's Joe's like, getting, Joe's going to Joe, go. Some, someone like Joe's going to go probably Friday or Saturday. That's my guess. If yeah, they lose Friday, he's bound to go Saturday. If they get, if the Phillies jump on him early, he probably goes early, uh, early to mid Friday. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, um, speak- we're predicting a, a manager ejection here. Well, it's down to that. Like I said, we're mixing this one up, and that's going to be our. So, so if you guys are betting people, um, and that is somehow a if that's a prop bet, prop bet, please go ahead and do that. Yeah, yeah, I'll take I'll I'll take my chances on that prop bet. You go ahead. And- Will there be an ejection? Yes. 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 Um. So yeah, let's uh, let's jump on to little Shohei Otani, second start in a row where he's just kind of not had it. Um, Nate, I know you have a different thought than I do. Go mm-hmm. ahead and throw yours out there before I throw mine out there. Even yeah. brought the glove out for us so that we can explain what I mean a little bit better. Also, now, I know well. exactly where you're going, and it it makes sense. I'm I'm yes. not going to say that yours is wrong. Um, I I just think that when you've looked at the the pitchers from Japan. They've had really, really strong success early. And then as their careers keep going, they start to be figured out. I mean, we saw Yu Darvish. He had his years where they figured him out. We saw Daisuke Matsuzaka. We saw Masahiro Tanaka. Like, you you go through all of these Japanese-born pitchers recently, and it feels like they have a strong one to two years, maybe even a third year if they're lucky. And then the next two years is like very, very average. Um, Tanaka did was a little bit more uh, consistent, but he even had his like highs and lows. Like Darvish has has had his highs and lows. So um, I, I think it's just time where you know a little bit of funkiness, you know, a million different pitches, and guys are just finally figuring out like, hey, this is. What we're looking for at the plate, we're looking for this pitch and this count, and this is kind of what he likes to do. And we don't care when the splitter is thrown. We're never going to swing at it. And that could be 100% wrong. They could have something picked like you're going to mention here in a second, but I, I think that it's very possible that, um, you know, the Skyrim port is out. Like he has been kind of figured out a little bit. Now, side question on that. Is Shohei Otani – have the best stuff out of any Japanese pitcher that is that we have seen. I'm trying to think like like Dar- Darvish has had good stuff for a while. Like when he was in Texas, Darvish he was had like, like the same good. stuff. Honestly, I would say Darvish and Shohei had the exact same stuff. Very similar. Yes, I'm, I'm trying. Like we didn't see uh, we didn't see Hideo Nomo uh, would probably I mean, be another did, guy. But, I mean, but that was like what five? Well, I was like six, seven. Yeah, years I old. mean, so we didn't actually get to see him. We didn't have like the advanced stats on. On Hideo, Tanaka, no, that'd be another guy. Tanaka was Tanaka average. Daisuke was that guy who was supposed that, to be. Daisuke was, was good. He yeah, had that no, one to two years where he was unhittable. Yeah. Like Daisuke is like the the big 
big guy that jumps out. And it's, you even look at Darvish, like he's had his really good years and he's had his really down years. So um, I, I just think that it catches up with them. They, they do a lot of throwing. They do a lot of uh, routine stuff and they get caught in. This is the way we do things. And, and you most, know, it takes more so for Shohei. I'll say that for sorry, yeah. but more so it, for Shohei who's playing 160 games a year and not just pitching 30 games a year, you know, and it takes them a little bit more time to change. I, I think we've seen that with Kikuchi. It, it's taken him what three, four years to really change. And he's still not what everyone thought he was going to be, but like he's, he's had exactly, to, he's exactly what I thought he was going to be, but no, the Velo wasn't where I thought he was going to be. When he came out there in 96 with that cutter, it was like, Oh, this guy's a little different now, but yes, you're right. But like people thought he had a shot to be a one or a two, not a four or a five. Yes, he probably got overhyped in the media, but still, that's what everyone was hoping for when the the Mariners signed him. So, I I think that it's one of those things where Otani's kind of got to learn to pitch again. He's got to learn, yeah. And and honestly, I'm going to say it. My dad's been yelling at me about this. I I have been um, on his side with this. I've even mentioned it a couple times on here. Shohei Otani needs a couple days off. Like he needs to give him a, a. Day off DL, before give him, start. An I, give him an IL stint. I'm like that's fine too, but like honestly, once Rendon, you got to do it once Rendon gets back. If you give him a day off before his start, so he has a little bit more time to prepare. If you give him a day off, you know, uh, on his bullpen day or something like that, where he has a little bit more time to to go through uh, a different routine and really like get going. I I think he needs something like that because. This is a lot on the body. We, we've talked about this a lot. His July on last year was really, really bad, and that's kind of where he's at again this year. So I, I think he needs more off days. Yeah, we did see him excel pitching-wise last year from July on. Like, he was one of the best pitchers in baseball. Um, I agree. Like, that's the biggest thing. I think that Shohei needs a day off, and the Angels have lost eight in a row. <laughs> like, now is a good time, but at the same time, I understand why he's not getting a day off as well. I, I well, get and he just that. pitched and hit in a doubleheader. Like, give him tomorrow off. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I fully off. agree. Like, I definitely think that's it. I think that we're just seeing Shohei Otani uh, just kind of, you know, he's tired. He's tired. Um, onto the pitching thing, though, onto the pitching side of things, I think he needs to become a pitcher again. I think we saw him take that step last year, and it was like, in a sense, Justin Verlander, which I, I think Justin Verlander is like the, the best pure pitcher out there. When it comes to intelligence wise, like I, re- I really do. I think he's, he's definitely top five. I don't know if he's number one. Like there's some smart, really smart pitchers out there. Max is number one for me, but yeah, keep yeah. Going. Max, he was the fr- he was the first name that came to my mind. Was Max Scherzer would probably be that number that number one guy. Kershaw is probably a close second. But you're putting Justin Verlander in with uh, two oh, he is. Hall of Famers. Justin Verlander is a Hall of Famer. You know, and he starts off with that nine. Like he doesn't throw hard at first. Ninety two uh, utilizes doesn't utilize all his pitches where I think, I feel like we see Shohei Otani just dive right in. We see the slider right away. We see that split finger right away. Um, we see the cutter right away and his fastball is not that good. Like we, I think we can both agree on that. Like it's 98, but his spin efficiency it, is probably very average. Uh, I, I don't not know. Very, so it's not a very high spin. So you're not going to get that. You know, you're not going to get the, the up, which on is it. not great. No. 
And I've always which said, means and it's e- which means it's easy to pick up. Yes, yes. And I've always said, I'll, I've always said, like, once Shohei Otani loses the velo, he needs to find a sinker. He needs to find a cutter. He found the cutter, which I'm cool with that. Like, that's fantastic. Um, and that's going to be a pitch that he needs to utilize a lot more moving forward as well. Um, I want to see him get back to pitching, you know, and, and be yeah, he, that Justin Verlander type of guy where he's not up there running and gunning. Like, I don't care about – I think so – this is going to bring on like a complete side argument here. I believe that swings and misses have a part in this game. Um, but there are times when swings and misses, I don't care about Get, getting quick outs is what I care about. And you don't need to strike everybody out. This is the middleman that we talk about. Like every single time me and you talk about this on the show, like to each other, you need to find the middleman between advanced baseball and you need to find the middleman between old school baseball. You know, and you're saying I, he's Andrew Heaney. No, 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 no. I, I mean, if you told me that Reed well, was Andrew Heaney, I'd agree with you. Um, well, I'm just saying from an Andrew Heaney standpoint, it's like, hey, I got to strike everyone out. And yes. Let me throw 100 pitches in four yes. and two thirds. Yes. But yes, I did notice what you were talking about with Otani in spring training. It looked like, oh, did I, how hard was I throwing? It was like every other pitch, it was checking the velo. It's like, who uh, cares? Trevor, ba- Trevor, ba- Trevor Bauer-like, you know, like that's, I got to go strike everybody out. And I'm fine with that mentality. I like that. Like go strike everybody out. But the mentality that the Angels are bringing into it right now is throw freaking strikes. And you see it in the minor leagues right now. And they're doing a fantastic job in the minor leagues. And you're yeah. seeing, you're seeing them uh, reap the benefits of it in the minors. And that needs to be continued here at the major league level. And they did a fantastic job of it up until these last 10 games. We can, I think we can fully agree. Like the Angels were a fantastic team before this, before these ten games, sure. and they still, they still haven't beat anybody. But that's fine. We we knew we we talked about this coming into it. We knew June was going to be tough. They're we knew this was going to be a tough. Team. Yeah, yeah, we knew this was going to be a tough. Like, just stay at five hundred. Sit yourself at five hundred in in the month of June. You have some ground to make up now. Um, but Locked. you know you can you can do it. You know, just stay at, sit sit yourself at five hundred until you get to July when the when it gets a little easier um, back to Shohei Otani though. Yeah. I want to see him become a pitcher again. I, I want to see that 92 to 94 in the first. And then when he needs it in his back pocket, that name, that hundred mile an hour fastball, you know, I don't, I don't need to see him strike everybody out early. You know, the swings and misses are fantastic. That's a part of the game. And that's, you know, that's part of Shohei's game as well, but I want to see quick outs. Like I want to see guys get deep into games and that's going to be how you get back into the swing of things again is, is getting guys deep into games. Again, we saw Noah Syndergaard get deep into, into games, and he's kind of lost that touch in a sense. Uh, I think two of the last three starts, he just hasn't been the dude, but we did see him go eight. Um, you know, so, so it starts with the strike-throwing ability and getting early outs into games. On to what I was saying, though, with the tipping of the pitches. I do think he's tipping his pitch. Um, number one reason, you look at the Toronto Blue Jays games, and, and granted, Shohei Otani has faced two of the best offenses in baseball. In a sense, you know, two of the best teams in baseball, we can say that. I wouldn't say offenses, but two of the best teams in baseball. And the first thing that caught my eye, Danny uh, Danny Jansen? Jansen? Danny yeah, Jansen. Catcher. Yep, catcher leaning over and on, a, on a slider and the slider coming at his head. Knowing, knowing that something is either, either, you know, you know something is going away. Like either Shohei Otani is working away, away, away that game, which I don't think he was because you're still going to have possibly that split finger or, you know, or, you know, something going away is, is coming in here because there's no reason for you to be leaning over the plate already. And then, and then come back when, when something's up at your face, 
great. He doesn't have that much stuff that goes into guys, though. So I, I do. They could be taking that away. They could definitely. It, it like could that. literally that just be, away, away, away. Hey, the approach to Otani is we're just going to sit on the outer half and go everything right center because he's not going to like if he busts us in. We turn on it, we hit it out, or we take it and move on. Like definitely, that, that is the one thing with Shohei Otani is all this stuff goes away. So to Danny Jansen's credit, he has been one of the best. He has been one of the best catchers in the American League this year offensively um, when he's been healthy, of course. But he has been unbelievable. And being a catcher, kind of knowing the game plan against Otani, I think he does have a little bit of an advantage. Um, but, yeah, that would be my one out you know, on that. Like, you do, yes. you, you understand the argument, though. Absolutely. You know, but that, I mean, when you see somebody leaning over the plate like that, it's like, uh-oh, like, there's something in my head that says, all right, I'm either throwing way too many pitches away all my stuff is moving away, which is what it does. Well, or, 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 or they know something is coming. I'm tipping my pitches. And then also when we were talking about the swings and misses, this is where the swings and misses come into play, right? Like Joey Otani has the stuff to get swings and misses when he wants to, right? He hasn't been getting very many of those lately, which means there is something out on him, whether it's the, whether, whether it's, and I know, I know this is a weird argument and everything like that, whether it is the tipping of the pitches or like you were saying, like either argument is acceptable here, right? Yep. My one counter to, to that is going to be that all of this stuff goes away and you're looking at two teams who are probably the best right center field hitting teams in baseball. Yeah. Uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr., like as much as he has the light tower power, he, do, he goes right center. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez, huge right center guy. Danny Jensen, right center guy. So you got a bunch of right center hitting field hitters on, on Toronto. And then you go to New York where everyone is like, all I have to do is hit 315 feet and I get a home run. So they're all doing the same thing, right? Like DJ LeMahieu, probably one of the best uh, right center field guys out there. Aaron judge, one of the best right center field guys out there. Like you go through that lineup. Glaber Torres is even a right center field guy. He pulls it occasionally, but you go through and it's like, well, that's probably why he hasn't had success against the Yankees in the past because all of his stuff breaks away and the Yankees approaches. We're looking for something middle away to try and hit 316 feet to put it in the first row. Yeah. So that's my one counter to, yeah. to the tipping of the pitches. Yeah, no, no. But with Shohei Otani too, you have the fastball that's straight. You have the cutter that cuts, obviously. You have the splitter that is sinker in a sense. I mean, for some people, depending on who you're talking to. Um, you got the slider that works away, away, big loopy, and then you got the big loopy curveball as well. So you don't, you're right. You don't have that in pitch. I'd love to see him, see him bring in a two seam. I really would. That's, that's to be my... fair. The splitter isn't thrown for a strike too often. That's no, more it's, of a strikeout that, pitch. So that, if guys, that's why it worries me that some that somebody is picking up the split finger and bringing us into that as or, well. Or if it's just like, hey boys, if if you see split, we take no matter what. Yeah, yeah. And, so well, it's like it's coming though. That's my thing. Like you're not seeing I mean like yes. Well, I mean you could you look you look at based on reports and like hey Otani likes to throw it with two strikes. That's that's when he typically throws it. He will throw it oh oh, not really gonna throw it uh in the middle of counts. It's more of an, a two strike count or an oh count. So you're just selling out for anything away. And he's not throwing that thing on the outside corner. He's throwing it middle and letting it break down. Yeah. So that I think that's not as tough to pick up as as we're making it out to be i just think when guys are expecting fastball and that thing breaks out of the zone like oh oh that's probably a really tough pitch that's where we get a swings and misses i also think splitter when you look at it i can assume he holds his splitter like a normal person does which yeah. is a two seam grip 
Yeah, and uh, so it's also very easy to pick up because it's not yes. the four seam. It's not the four seam. It's not anything. It's not that curveball. Everything that he throws is on that four seam axis as well. Yeah. When you yep. think about it. So um, the splitter is actually not that hard. So, I know, yes, but like when you figure out what you're picking up, especially so like in going back to that argument of of it's going into the hand too. Like he's also, you know, you you have to dig your fingers into it, and if you're not watching on YouTube, you can't see. I have the ball in the hand. You have to unless. Dig, you know, uh, he probably is pre-grip split every time. Yeah, no, he's definitely pre-grip split. He comes from behind, but he's not Matt Shoemaker either. Like, you remember how Matt Shoemaker would yeah. come up here and do all this stuff so that you yeah. hide it? And you see a lot of split finger guys do that too. Yep. But that's what worries me is that Shohei's hand is – or glove hand is right at his stomach, and he brings it in and makes no movement at all. So if he's changing that grip, which split finger grip, I mean, that's, that's very easy, I feel like, to yep. pick up as well because, again – you have to really push that in to get your split finger to be working well. I, I, that, that's where I stand on this. I think that, you know, lack of swings and misses for Shohei Otani means that, hey, maybe he is tipping something. And I think that that is the biggest thing. So look at his next start moving forward. And I know we, I, we've gone a little long here. Look at his next, next start moving forward and see if he changes anything up in his, in his mechanics. Because I think that is a that, – that, I really think that's what's happening. Shohei Otani has such electric swing and miss stuff. Like you could know what's coming – a lot of the time, unless it's a fastball, fastball is easy to, you know, hit. You, you could kind of know what's coming and even then, you know, not hit it. But yeah, it's, um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's interesting. It's something to keep an eye on for sure for the next, uh, next, his next start. So Nate, you got anything here? I'm going to, uh, we'll let everybody go. I don't yeah. know. You want to predict, uh, I'm, I'm going to say the angels are getting swept. Let's just I'm up. Ahead. I'm up one. The angels will win two out of three. Trout will go off going back home to Philadelphia. It's going to be his coming out party. He's struggled the last couple of weeks, you know, a lot of strikeouts. I think he, he gets going and he hits, he'll hit a couple tanks. And I think the angels win two out of three. I love your optimism. I really do. <laughs> I'm going to go like the complete opposite of what I ever say. So like angels are going to hear you say optimism in my name. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm the, I'm the optimist on Twitter and everybody hates that. So, um, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm saying the angels are getting swept. We're just going to go complete opposite. Like at this point, like I, I, the angels need to go ahead and swing with, uh, who's the hottest guy, Jared Walsh. Everybody needs to go up there. Jared Walsh's bat. Who's the best pitcher right now for the angels. Is it, uh, Michael Lorenzen at the moment. Not really. I, I don't, don't know. Really Some they got to go up starter. to the exact same. They need to go up with the exact same uh, glove. Like everybody's got to go up the same bat. Uh, Orlando Palmero ejection. Using yeah, just the same bat. bat. Just drop the bat. Exactly. Everyone like, used the same bat. Yeah, if you guys don't know where we're you. talking about, look that up. Orlando Palmero struck out, left his bat there for the next guy on deck to, to use because they the were all only, using the same bat. Back there. The, o- the only guy to get ejected and then reinstated, I think, correct? Yeah. Like one yeah. of the only guys ever. That, that's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, guys, thank, thanks again uh, so much for listening to us, uh, our banter here at Talking Halos. Um, Nate, you got anything? Look at you. I, I do have one other thing for you to think about. Dallas Keuchel, Major League Minimum. Would you take him? Yes. Like okay. that's an in like that's the that's the innings eater that we've been looking that that me and I, you always look for. It's like it's like he's got the past. Yes, he's been bad this year. Did he get the FA? Yes, he did. Oh he, yeah, the, he's a playoff. He's pitching the playoffs. Pitching the one, playoffs. The one pitching thing the, that I pitching like, the West, like yeah, that's that's a no brainer. His ground ball percentage and fly ball percentage is almost identical to Noah Syndergaard. So what does that tell you? He's getting very unlucky with the home runs, getting anything hit in the air, getting out. So 
I, I think you, you get him in a place where the ball doesn't fly as much and he gets to play with a shortstop that's not Tim Anderson who makes, you know, 10 errors in a month and a half. And who knows, maybe maybe he pitches to like a 3-3 three, three RA and becomes a playoff type pitcher. So, yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. We're usually the ones, uh, DFA guys who make $30 million. Now somebody else is doing it. Maybe we can strike gold with that because I know the Dodgers love the Albert Pujols signing last year for nothing. Yeah. 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 That doesn't seem like an angels thing, but you never know at this point and I'm all for it. Like it makes sense if he's got very similar numbers to, I would assume what are some similar splits to what uh Syndergaard has probably what Lorenzen has in a sense, like very, probably very similar to those guys where you see more ground balls that pitch to contact uh, strike throwing ability and he's been in the playoffs before. So, yeah, that's the, that's the type of arm that me and you always say, like, the Angels just got to go out, go out and get some of these guys eventually. So, as always, guys, just want to thank you all so much for listening to this podcast here at Talking Halos, again, making us the best Angels podcast out there. Thank you for, you know, listening to this, even through the good and the bad. I know the Angels are going to get back out there. Um, they can't lose the rest of them. I'm going to say that. Um, this is a streak, very streaky team. This is just enough of teams if Nate uh, was ever to say something about Justin Upton and the Angels again. Um, very streaky team, you can already tell. But when these guys are hot, they're going to be winning a lot of games. And, and they'll get back to that. They will. Um, you know, they're still a playoff team right now, so don't worry about it. Uh, blue wire, blue wire, blue wire. I forgot to mention them. I'm very sorry, guys. Blue, blue wire. wire. Blue wire. Get us some shirts, blue wire. Come on. Um, yeah. So uh, you can follow all of us on Twitter, uh, Talking Halos, uh, Instagram, Talking Halos. Uh, that's that's really all I got. You can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim's. You can follow Nate at NateGreen34. And guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.